Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? So today's episode is a little bit different, and that is because I'm actually recording this episode with a camera. So if you want, you can go and listen to this episode on my YouTube channel, and that's just Binge Breakers. And the reason I'm doing this is because I know people like to watch videos versus listen to them. I find podcasts way more convenient for my own life, but I understand some of you guys like YouTube, but some of you guys like Instagram. So I'm on all those places. And if you want, you can stop the podcast and you go listen to it on YouTube. But anyway, onto the show. Today, I want to talk about the ways that telling someone about my eating disorder helped. And I want to focus in on the good. I will talk a bit about the bad and what could happen, but I want to focus on the reasons why you should tell someone about your eating disorder, especially those that are closest to you, like your partner, your loved one, those sort of things. But before that, I have a very exciting announcement. And the announcement is that at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, the Binge Breakers Recovery Course will be live and available for purchase. And it's just a course entirely dedicated to bulimia recovery. It's a video module course. You get me talking you through each step of recovery and what I did to recover and how you can too. And this course will have everything from my story, my background story on how I overcame my eating disorder to a full section on habits, understanding habits, how to break them, how to build them, what is actually happening in your brain and, and how it applies to bulimia. This course goes over my management. It also goes over how not to binge and purge specifically and what I did to stop that habit. And then it also covers things during recovery that aren't necessarily related to habits, but are still important, like how to deal with your emotions, body image, weight gain, self-acceptance, alcohol and drugs, forgiveness, self-care. And I even have another entire section dedicated to eating and food, which goes over your relationship with food, intuitive eating during recovery, hunger, weight loss, calorie counting, shame around eating, all of that stuff. So that's what's included in the course on top of what you have is the Facebook community where you can be around others who are going in the same journey as you. You can have an accountability partner, someone to talk to that is also in the program, is also trying to work towards the same goals as you. Because as you know, and as I know, when you're trying to achieve a goal, it's really important for you to surround yourself with people that are on the same journey as you. It makes you feel less isolated. It helps lift you up. It helps keep you motivated. And on top of that, I will be doing coaching every week in the Facebook group live. And so that will be an excellent opportunity for you to see me, get coached by me. I may introduce more coaching sessions for me, depending on how many people join. And if you're on my wait list for the course, you're going to be getting a special discount offer and some other surprises. So join my wait list. It's going live on Sunday. And to get on the wait list, all you need to do is go to www.bingebreakers.com slash BBR dash wait list. So on, today's on to today's episode. <laughs> It's a little weird filming myself and talking at the same time. Usually I just am used to talking freely and not having to look at the camera, but that's okay. I'll get, well, bear with me here, guys. We'll do it together. So today, the reason, the two reasons I want to talk about the subject is a lot of people ask me, how do I tell someone? Or they ask, they talk about how they're scared to tell anyone and they just want to recover without anyone knowing. 
And specifically, I had a consult on Sunday with someone, and it was a lovely consult session, lovely person I was coaching, but um, she had a few objections. One was pricing to my coaching. She thought that my coaching was expensive, which I totally understand. Um, but I dove into her objections a little bit more, and she was a little bit worried about the fact that her boyfriend, who she lives with, didn't know that she was bulimic, and she didn't understand or didn't think it would work to be coaching with me multiple sessions and him not find out. She wanted to hopefully recover without him ever knowing. Uh, of course, I respect her wishes and want her to do whatever she wants in her life, but there are a few qualms I have without, about that, and I'm going to tell you why that's really hard to do and why I really think that you should just go ahead and tell your partner or your significant other or someone who's close in your life that is seeing you every day. So I'm going to tell you the story of how I told my boyfriend about my eating disorder and how that impacted us in a better way. So basically, the story is I have been bulimic for a year. I was struggling with binging and purging. Nobody knew. And more importantly, when I first became bulimic, my initial thoughts were, and while I was bulimic, I was like, no one can know. No one can ever know. I have to fix this before anyone knows. Um, I'll just recover and then I'll put this away and no one can ever know. I'll, I'll take this to the grave. It was like that, you know, that box you put in the attic, you're going to bury it in the attic, you're going to burn it and hope that no one ever discovers it. That's how I felt about my bulimia. But after a year of turmoil and um, just constant binging and purging, feeling awful, I was depressed, I was extremely moody, I was extremely irritable. Um, and my poor boyfriend, I had just moved in with him at that time, and he didn't understand why I was so moody. He didn't understand why I would just be completely um, enraged and irritable. Well, it's just because I had binged and purged hours ago, and I was not in the mood to talk. I was not in the mood to do anything but sleep, watch TV, and feel sorry for myself. But he didn't know that. And so eventually, once I kind of came to the conclusion that I can't figure this out on my own and I wanted to recover, I decided, even though I didn't want to, to tell him. And the reason I did this is because I had the same thought that this person had on my consult, that I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to sneak off to coaching or therapy sessions and uh, get better and go through all this work without him knowing because I felt like it was going to be me lying all the time. And I just didn't know how it was going to be possible. And then the other side of the coin was I was really worried about people finding out because I thought that they were going to think I was disgusting, that they were going to think I was crazy, that they were going to think that I couldn't handle my shit, basically, or my myself, that I couldn't handle things, and that I was a drama queen, and I was being dramatic, and that I was a mess. And I also thought, especially that my boyfriend, boyfriend was going to think that I was a liar. Now, looking back reflectively, I don't know why I ever thought that any of my friends, let alone my boyfriend, would ever think these things about me. Because most of my friends, my family, my boyfriend, they're all extremely supportive. They would never in their right mind think those things about, about me if I came to them with that issue. But for some reason, I had it in my mind that that's what they were going to think. And the reason now I know is that I thought those things about myself. I thought I was disgusting. I thought I was crazy. I thought I was a liar. I thought I couldn't handle my life. I couldn't get my shit together. And so, of course, I assumed that people would think the same thing. And so I was very scared to tell him the secret. I didn't know how he was going to react. I thought he was going to be angry. All these things. And I really blurted the secret out to him at a random time 
when we were coming home from a grocery trip and I was driving and he was in the passenger seat and I just blurted out, I need to tell you something. And he said, okay. And then I said, I'm bulimic. And I have been struggling with this for a year now. And I am really, really having a hard time. And I'm worried about my future and I need to get some sort of help. And I need you to know I can't lie to you about it anymore. It's exhausting. And I just want you to know that that's going on. And even though I wasn't asking him for help at the time, I think part of me telling him was also asking for his support, even though I didn't say that. But what happened was he was very supportive. He was very loving and told me I wasn't crazy and that we're going to figure this out. And of course, I did not recover till three years later. I told him and then things got a little bit better. And then I fell into bulimia very heavily after that. And it went up and down, up and down. But here are the key things of why it helped our relationship and why it helped me. First of all, it brought clarity to my partner. He was seeing things from one side. He didn't understand why one, one moment I'd be happy and then the next I'd be completely off the wall, angry or sad or depressed. Telling him that I was struggling with bulimia really put the pieces together. It made sense sometimes while there was unaccounted time where he texted me and I wouldn't respond or um, you know, why some food could just go missing or why I'd be extremely irritable or why I would look like I just went through hell because I was binging and purging. So that really helped him. It helped him to understand me more. It helped him to understand that nothing shady is going on. She's just having trouble. So I think that was really beneficial for him. It also let go of a secret for me. It was a huge relief to tell someone about it, especially him, the person that I was living with, the person that I was um, seeing each day. Lying to him was so exhausting. It was exhausting to cover up my trail, make up stories for what I was doing, pretend like everything was okay, pretend like I'm just fine when I clearly wasn't, and not have any answers for him when he would address my mood or talk to me about like, why are you being this way? And all I could say was, I'm just not feeling great. It was such a burden lifted off my shoulders. And it allowed me to be honest with him in so many other areas of my life because he had accepted that secret about me. It made me less afraid to tell him other things and ultimately led to our relationship being so much closer. We became much closer because I was able to finally be vulnerable and honest with him, which I believe is one of the core foundations of any relationship is honesty, trust, and vulnerability. It's really hard to be in a relationship when you're pretending to be someone that you're not, because ultimately two things are going to happen. At one point, you're going to break, you're going to let the walls down, and that person that has been with you for a long time, they're going to not understand what's happening. They fell in love with the person that you portrayed when ultimately you were someone else. And it's going to be a big issue for your relationship and they're going to have to accept a whole new version of you. The other thing that usually happens is that they can tell that it's not authentic. They can tell that you're hiding things, that you're holding things back, that you're not being completely honest. That shows in a person. And it makes you, when you're hiding such a big part of yourself, it also makes you hide other things about yourself. Because if you can't accept this part of yourself, then you also can't accept other flaws. It was a really big moment for me to swallow my pride and admit that I needed help and therefore be vulnerable with my partner, my boyfriend, and 
ultimately, I think that secret led me to learn over the three other years and now how to be honest with him, which has improved our relationship tenfold. We are at such a different level now because we're able to be honest. And that also brings me to another thing is that when I told him about my bulimia, it was really me accepting that I had a problem. I knew my behavior wasn't normal. I knew that I had an issue and that um, things were not the best and I knew something was wrong. But at the same time, it really, I really brushed it under the rug a lot and I just hoped that the problem would go away. I just thought, I'll figure this out one day. I'll, I'll figure it out, it'll go away on its own. Nothing has to happen, it's gonna be okay. I told myself that all the time, but ultimately once I told him that, yeah, I'm bulimic, I'm having issues, it really allowed me to accept that I have a problem, I'm not perfect, and that is okay. It allowed me to accept myself. And when you're willing to tell someone, if you're willing to air your dirty laundry out to the world, out to your partner, it really gives you a firm, strong foundation of yourself. Because you're like, yep, this is me. I'm just going to own it. It's going to be okay. And the reason you need to accept yourself, the reason you need to accept that you have a problem is because it will ultimately allow you to do what you need to do to get better. And that's the fifth thing or fourth thing. I don't know how many other things I've gone over, but when you tell your partner, the person close to you, that you're having this issue and you finally accept that you're having an issue, it allows you to do the things that you need to do to get help, to recover. There are no more roadblocks anymore. Your partner knows they're game for it. You know you're game for it. So anything after that, they understand what you're doing. You don't have to lie about it. You just have to focus on yourself and get better. And that is so much easier when you don't have anything in your way. You're not hiding behind um, a veil of who they think you are. You're just owning it. And that was really freeing for me. Of course, I did not recover immediately after I told um, my boyfriend. In fact, I stayed bulimic for three more years and that sucked. However, if having him know really helped me to piece things together, it helped me to be myself, own myself. I went through some dark times in, in those bulimic years. However, I was able to get out of it. And he knew the whole time that, you know, I'm trying, I'm getting past it. And he was there for me. He not only took those roadblocks away, but instead he gave me support on that journey. He gave me a boost when I needed it. I didn't want to travel down that road of recovery anymore. He was there to help me, to move me along. He cleared the road for me. So those are the reasons that my relationship really transformed. Like I said, we're on a whole different level. But I also want to talk about the moment that I had before releasing this podcast and uh, before I wanted to do coaching. And... A lot of you guys, you guys, no one knows about your um, bulimia. No one knows that you're struggling with this. And that was the same way for me too. I had recovered. I had been a, a few years in recovery. I was doing great. But I was in a job that I was okay with, but I knew that I wanted to do something else. And I knew that I wanted to do coaching because it had so greatly impacted my life and ultimately led me to recovery. And so I, got, I had a coach at this point and I was talking to this coach about niching and that I should really niche down on my coaching instead of just being a general life coach because that will ultimately lead to more business and we were talking about what kind of niching I wanted I would want to do and I mentioned I was like you know I mean I guess I could do niching on eating disorders I recovered from bulimia 
but I don't know if I necessarily want to do that. And she asked, why not? And that's when things got dicey for me. I, I didn't expect to, but I started crying on um, the coaching call. I just, I just started bawling because I was like, I don't want people to know that I struggled with this. And she's like, maybe that's a sign that you really need to do this because you still are trying to be dishonest with your audience. And if you can let go of this, if you can be completely authentic with your audience, you're going to help so many more people because you've been through this journey on your own. And I had to really take a much more vulnerable step to release this podcast to the world, to do coaching, because it meant that everyone was going to know all of a sudden. Everyone, everyone was going to know my secret. And I had those same fears all over again. I had the same fears of my family and friends thinking I was weird, thinking I was crazy, thinking I was a drama queen, thinking I couldn't handle my shit, thinking that I was selfish and that I was um, a liar. I had all those same thoughts rush back, even though I had told my boyfriend three years ago. But telling him and telling the world both are hard things, but telling the world felt like it was the final band-aid that had to be peeled off before I could really do what I wanted to do, which was coaching. And before I could truly, really accept myself and the flaws that I had, I didn't realize that I still had so much pent-up shame surrounding my bulimia and my eating disorder. But when I released this podcast into the world, I was completely taken aback by how many people reach out to me how many of my friends and family reached out to me that had been struggling with the same issues that I had no idea that they were struggling with that. I rekindled many relationships because of this podcast and because I said this secret out loud into the world. I helped, I've helped so many people. And now that this secret is completely released, it was nice when I told my boyfriend because that was a burden lifting, but releasing it to the world it's kind of like just putting your dirty laundry out there and telling anyone who wants to come at you with any negativity or they want to use it against you. You're like, so what? I already put my secrets out there. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? It was an empowering moment once I did it because it's like, it's out. It's there. No one's ever going to find out because I said it. No one's ever going to discover me because I let them discover myself. I put my dirty laundry out there. I owned who I am and I'm okay with it. And that was one of the best feelings I've ever had in the world. It feels, it felt so good. And so I know that this uh, podcast has been a bit about my own personal journey and I don't like to talk about myself that much. I think it's important for me to tell other stories of people and apply this to you. So what I'm going to say now is that when you think that all of these things, people are going to judge you for your secret, people are going to be um, mad at you for your secret, first of all, I'd question whether those thoughts are actually rational or true. Think about the people that you're considering telling and think, are they really going to react the way I think they're going to react? When I tell them, hey, I'm struggling with a borderline addiction, I have this habit, I'm trying to fix it, and I just need some help, do you think they're really going to shoot you down? And what I will say is that people sometimes have bad reactions. And if you're going to go to some, someone, you cannot have expectations from them. You cannot expect them to react just fine because people do care about you. And sometimes they can react in a way that they're worried about you. Like my mom, I didn't really want to tell my parents because I didn't want to worry them. 
and my mom listens to some of these podcasts, but in some ways she, I know that she's proud of me. I know that she's proud of what I'm doing, but in some ways I know that she wishes that I never had this issue in the first place. And she makes it kind of like she did something wrong and her parenting is for some reason the effect or has affected me in such a way that I had an eating disorder. And while maybe there could be something there, um, I don't blame her for any of it, but she's allowed to have her own reaction. She's allowed to have her own thoughts on my eating disorder and that's okay. And some people, I have heard some stories where some people react really badly and they have held the secret over their person, over the person that told them. And supposedly those people loved each other. And what I'll say to that is that First of all, if someone, if you tell someone a secret in confidence and they use it against you, that person probably wasn't your friend in the first place. And that person probably has their own deep-seated issues and is not handling their life very appropriately. Because to do that to someone, to have someone tell you in confidence something that is holding them down and then you turn around and manipulate them, there's something going on in that person's life. That being said, once you tell someone, you cannot change your reaction. You cannot change what they're going to say. You're kind of, that's the point of vulnerability. You put yourself out there and that person is allowed to have whatever reaction they're going to have. And that's that. And that's the, that's the worst part about vulnerability is that you can't control the outcomes of what other people are going to say about you. You can't control what they're going to do. But even if they have a bad reaction, my advice is just to let them have it. They're allowed to be their own person. And if they're really causing issues in, in your life, you can just say, well, whatever, then I guess you're not gonna be in my life anymore. And that's a really hard thing to do. Relationships are hard to cut off, even if they're toxic ones, but you're your own person. You have your own journey that you're going through. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. And I think that was the biggest thing about me releasing my secret into the world is that I finally stopped caring what people think about me. I post things on Instagram all the time. I post these podcasts. These podcasts are not without flaws. All my content is not without flaws, but it's really nice to just be able to put it out into the world anyway and accept that I'm just being vulnerable. I'm being myself. And if people like it, great. I know I'm helping people in the end and I know I am accepting myself and I'm loving myself because I'm able to put this out into the world. When you put all your secrets out there, it is freeing. You don't have to hold around this burden anymore. You don't have to do any of that. It is so much better living a life that is truth truthful and honest versus a life where you are living a double life, which is what bulimia feels like. Bulimia feels like you're two different people and everyone else sees you as this professional, normal person who, you know, maybe seems a little weird at times, but for the most part, they're pretty average. And then when no one's around, you turn into this completely other person. But when you put it out there, when you just tell someone, you're honest with them, it's so freeing. It's so nice to not have any secrets anymore. It's so nice to just put my stuff out into the world and it is what it's going to be what it's going to be. And I think that's also a big component with bulimia. There's a huge control aspect to it. We like to have control and it's weird because you feel so out of control. But when you give that secret up, you're kind of giving up control. I can't control what you're thinking about this podcast right now. And I can't control your reaction. You could leave me an awful review. You could send me an email saying how much you hate me. But 
it's kind of nice knowing that if it happens, it happens and whatever, I'll be fine. That's the worst that's going to happen. So my suggestions for how to tell someone about your bulimia, I hope that first of all, those reasons for telling you compelled you to tell people. I guarantee you, your relationship will be a lot better when you're living an honest relationship. So if you want to tell someone, of course, you don't have to be like me and release a podcast out into the world to tell everyone. That's how I told the rest of my family, friends, and everyone else in the world. But if you want to tell someone, I recommend telling someone that you trust, telling someone that you care about, and um, telling them in confidence. Come to them and say, hey, I need to talk to someone. And I trust you. Do you mind if we sit down and talk about this for a little bit? I just need some support. I just need some help right now. And it, I would really appreciate it if you're there for me. And tell them that you're struggling with this. Tell them maybe how it makes you feel. Anything you feel like you need to get off your chest. I think the worst things that you can do is have some sort of expectation for that person. If you expect for them to just be someone that they're not with this reaction then I think that's when you set yourself up for failure. You have to let the person that you're telling have their own reaction, let the information sink in because it is a big piece of information. But ultimately, just tell them you need someone to listen to you for a bit. You need some help, you need some support, you need someone to be there. And nine times out of 10, they're gonna wanna help you, they're gonna wanna support you, even if it's just to listen to you and tell you that it's gonna be okay. And I guarantee you, it will for sure make you feel at the very least a lot less crazy. That was a big thing for me when I told my boyfriend was that I felt so much less insane because someone knew and I didn't, he even told me like, you're not crazy. This is just a problem that you have. It's going to be okay. And it suddenly got me out of my head and talking to another person about it instead of having a secret that I've been holding for, for a year now. So I hope that you guys have found this helpful. I feel like this podcast was a bit more of me just rambling about my own personal experiences, but I hope that you found this insightful. Maybe it's encouraging you to go tell your loved one that you're struggling. Maybe it's encouraging you to go reach out for help from someone. I guarantee you, living a life that's honest, giving up that secret, you're going to feel a, lot, a whole lot better. And it'll be a whole new level of vulnerability for you. And it will, it will probably get you much closer to recovery. So I'm going to leave that here. Again, you can find this on YouTube if you want to you know, watch the podcast. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today. Please have some compassion for yourself. And please know that when you think someone's going to have a horrible reaction, it's often just your own thoughts projecting onto them. I'll see you guys in the next episode. And get excited for the course that's coming out this Sunday. If you're not on the waiting list, you know where to find it. And I promise that that course will hopefully help you a whole bunch. It's going to get a ton of modules of me talking. I hope you guys like it. I'm so excited to give this course to you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.